Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, as always, for 2020, Ooh. the bosun of betterment, Randy Exton. What's up, buddy? <laughs> How we doing? What is a bosun anyway? Uh, skipper. Skip. Essentially, it's a glorified skipper, I think. Skipper. Well, we're back in 2020. Had a nice little break for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so lots to talk about. We hopefully you guys tuned into the predictions podcast. That was our last episode. Kind of gave our predictions for 2020. I think we're dead on on some of those. And some of those I'm taking a wild guess, but it's, I think we're right. Yeah, like we talked about, I mean, it's the feedback that we're getting from the marketplace, mm-hmm. the industry, the people we're connected with. It's not just us kind of taking shots in the dark. No but. way. No way, Jose. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. We've had predictions in the past that... Nailed. Na- yeah, so... Nailed. So lots going on. A couple of quick announcements. We've got the automation workshop here, February 6th and 7th, the tiered pricing. Check it out at pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. Mm-hmm. That's our automated workshop. That's our client life cycle. We're going to get together with about 25 gym owners over here in Chandler, Arizona. And we're going to build out together a complete automated system for lead nurture, booking appointments, follow-ups, past client win-backs, the whole thing, it's all tied together. It's actually pretty slick. It's insane. It's, a, it's, it's insane in the membrane? In the membrane. And it's- one other thing that we bolted onto that that's kind of it's separate but part of the workshop is going to be the accountability, I guess the accountability form or sequences yeah. that they go out to a client. So everybody has this happening in their gym right now. you got clients that are great. And they kind of fall off. And we run reports every single week in our Tuesday team meetings that says, hey, if this client hasn't been in this in the last seven days, but they have been in the last 30 days, at least once, they go on this list. And we've got an accountability sequence built out that, that drops specific text messages and voicemails from the coaches that they train with the most. The most sure. Yep. And it's all done through our, our automation system. And we click a button and they're getting voicemails and, and text messages. And it's working like a charm because they're responding. Oh, hey, Mike, thanks for reaching out. You know, I was out of town, but I'll be back in Monday. Yeah. Kind of stuff. So it works. It saves time. Instead of going back and texting and calling every single client, let's just drop a voicemail on them and hit them an automated text. They're going to get it and they're going to respond. Well, and the beauty of it is it wanted a system again, mm-hmm. right? That doesn't fail. The second it, you initiate it, it's going to do what it's it's supposed to do. I like the fact that you're tying in the coaches that they're working yeah. with the greatest. Yeah. So from a personal standpoint, when they get that touch point, it's not a generic one from somebody at the gym that they don't know. Yeah. It's not a corporate recorded message or something. It's as personable as it can get without somebody actually having to pick up a phone yep. and make the dial. So systems, I mean, obviously this is something that we're put, we've pushed heavy that, you know, this last year, something that I think we're getting double down for double you know, down. coming into 2020. But layering in accountability on top of your client touch points from the lead nurture aspect, I mean, this is, it's only going to be building that safety net, that steel trap, that system is just going to be, it's mm-hmm. going to continue to grow. So, yeah. I mean, and think it, about this. It wasn't even there that we've just threw that, thrown that into what they're getting at the workshop. Yeah. It wasn't even, it didn't even exist three weeks ago. No, I know. And it was just something Zach said, hey, can we do this? And I'm like, yeah, I'll build it. 
Sure. So we built out the functionality. He's got the coaches recording the voicemails on the slide broadcast that we're using for voicemail drops. Text messages are coming, like sign Mike, sign Tatiana, whatever, Gianni. So it's all good and it works great. So think about that, guys. If you have that need in your business, I think time's running out. This is in, in February, so it's in next month, but jump in now. I know February is a tough time to kind of walk away from the business, but let's think about this. You're going to fly in on a, on a Wednesday night. You're going to be out of the pocket for two days, Thursday and Friday, and you're right back at the, at the gym on Saturday. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. And what it's going to provide for your business this year, mm-hmm. it doesn't, like I'm telling you, you could take a week off, you could take a month out of your business. You're going to explode your business from just a system like this this yep. year, without yeah. a doubt. We've seen that happen. And that's why we're, we're, like you said, doubling down. We're weighing heavy. This isn't a play. This isn't something that we're going to disappear in six months. This is the thing that is going to run your business. Yeah. And that's why we like it. So mm-hmm. so that's the automation workshop. If you're interested in there, seats are limited. Check it out, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. You'll be able to see all the details there. All right. So big episode today. Today, we everybody's in January setting New Year's resolutions and we're all setting like goals for the year and we're all trying to think about what do we want out of 2020 as a business? But like a lot of your clients are like, what do they want for weight loss? What do they want financially? What do they want family life? All this stuff kind of goes into January. It's pretty cool. It's sure. kind of like a reset button yeah. you know, for the year. And I think we would be doing a disservice if we didn't talk about this in the fitness business, not necessarily from the member side, but from the business owner side. And that's, let's talk about that a little bit today. You are really good when you talk to our coaching clients about goal setting yeah. and setting like intention and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Before we get into like what we're going to focus on, why don't you talk a little bit about how the right way to set goals? Okay. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, a goal is not a goal unless it's written and dated for a date of completion, okay. right? Otherwise, it's a wish or a dream. I mean, we all have a million things that we have great intention around, but unless you apply action and you make it deliberate, it's, mm-hmm. it remains a goal. It remains a dream, a just wish. a wish. Yeah. And so with our business owners that we work with, being very intentional, proactive, not reactive, all of that is extremely crucial in order to get where you want to go. Successful people do things differently. In the, and this is the input of you know the mentors and the people that I've worked with in the past that have really instilled those types of beliefs in me. And so goal setting from its inception, the way that I look at the situation is, all right, where are we today? What is our ultimate desire? I look at our business like a vessel, but feeds the lifestyle that our our business owners want. And so what do we want from that business? What does that look like? And then work retroactively. Okay. What are the steps that we need to to accomplish in order for that goal to become a reality, Mm -hmm. ultimately top down. And then that's where we go into setting your priorities, setting your intention on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, and micro goals, micro micro commitments. But ultimately, right, set that crazy goal. Set something that you know know is going to take some work. It's not going to be a pushover, an easy thing to accomplish. That's the stuff that makes people push. So set those little bit crazy goals and then work retroactively. Start Mm -hmm. with larger goals, with big things that we know we need to accomplish, prioritize them, when we set goals on a daily basis, we always focus on income producing activities first, forcing your schedule so that the tasks that are most important get done uh, first. Get yeah. done first. Uh, I think it was Brian Tracy wrote uh, Eat This Frog, mm-hmm. a book I read uh, last week and a half or so. And he prioritizes tasks within a day with an A through E. Okay. And then obviously A's need to be accomplished first. E's can be pushed off if, if need be. But some way, some measurement within your day of scaling the priorities, the things okay. you know you need to do. 
but being very intentional in your mornings, setting a game plan for your day. Business owners walking in, guys, we talk about it all the time. You feel like you're on an island. You don't know what to do necessarily. So when you have a goal and you know that you need to accomplish something, there are certain tasks that need to happen in order for that to become uh, reality. Set those things into motion in your mornings, in your literally set aside time to be intentional and set your intention for the day. Prioritize it based on importance and then start attacking bottom up. Very good. Okay, good breakdown. So that's kind of how I do it as well. We've got massive goals for 2020 for both the gym and ProFit. And we know what we want to do. I know how to get there, right, mm-hmm. in my head. But then there's those little daily things that you got to do. Mm-hmm. And there's and it also falls into routine, right? So what is it that gym owners should be focusing on this year? It's really up to the gym owners, what I would say, yeah. right? What I think is it's it? the reason that our goal or, you know, like our mission statement is to help mm-hmm. gym owners win, right. right? We leave it subjective because it's ultimately up to them to decide what that looks like. Right. So is it a financial goal? I think most gym owners would kind of fall into this category. Some might be a time freedom goal. That might be one like, hey, I want to be able to remove myself from the business more so I don't have to be there all the time. I think that's a great goal. In fact, that's one of the major things we help gym owners with is systematizing and being able to walk out they need to and be able to take a vacation. Like let's talk about Bo. Bo just you're wearing yeah, a shirt. Yeah, a big shout out to Bo. Bo's one of our clients we had in the past. He was one of our private coaching clients. And he his goal was like, I need to not do everything in the business. And surely he's gotten the coaches in place and he was able to fly out here for the growth summit. And he was that was like a huge win for the, him the because the text we all got was guys, I mean, right I'm, to the fields. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, thanks to you. I've got coaches in here coaching my training. It doesn't have to be me, although my name's on the door. Yep. My coaches are facilitating my programs and I'm able to be here with you guys. And he was thanking us for that. So that's one of the things that we do very well is, is being able to help those gym owners step away and that's our private coaching client group mm-hmm. that we do that in. But let's talk about revenue goals for, let's just talk about the gym business. Sure. Okay. So historically, quarter one's always the best. It's not always January necessarily. It's it's actually more in February, February. and March for mm-hmm. us. I mean, different states, different demographics can be a little bit different. But I think the nature of the beast is we all think January means New Year's resolution. And on January 1st, there's going to be a line out the door. And it's not true. It's not true. In fact, you lose clients in January. We talked about this in a past episode. Yep. The dirty little secret of January that nobody talks about is the fact that clients are going to be leaving your gym in January because they are refocusing they have their own goals. And if they haven't been getting results with you, or if they're getting, there's something new that they want to try, they're going to do it in January. Or if the experience has gone away. And that was one of the things that we really drove hard was making sure that the people that are spending money and your current members have that, the reason, the intangible, not just the result, because the results are everywhere, right? You can go to different facilities and receive a result. It's the other things that keep people rooted Mm -hmm. in a fitness facility Mm -hmm. for long periods of time. So Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. 
I think one of the things we miss when we're talking financial goals is that whole net profit number. We always talk about gross revenue, but not necessarily net profit. And net profit really is what you keep. Yeah. Because you can make a million dollars and keep zero. Yeah. It's I see it daily all the time from gyms that are just their gross revenue looks really good. They're not paying themselves and they don't take anything home at the end of the year. And it's yep. like, what are How we doing? many of the gym owners do we work with or in the poll that we ran if, across the industry, mm-hmm. did we find out aren't even working either full-time in their business or the business isn't supplementing their, it is supplementing their income, if that, right? They're working full-time jobs elsewhere to supplement their fitness business or to actually provide themselves with an income because the business that they're running isn't. Right. So that's another group of people that we work with is helping gym owners get into their gym more often Yep. and out of another job. In a post I made maybe two, three months ago, it says, I'm more interested personally now in net profit than I am gross revenue. And I got a bunch of kickback on that. Like, oh, you know, gross revenue to get net profit. I'm like, yeah, guys, I get it. You don't have to tell me that. I get it. (laughs) But I'm not as interested as how much we generate on the top line is what we keep. And so what that means is running a lean business. Yeah not overspending, having just enough staff, not overspending in your rent or your marketing or your other things that you're spending expenses on. So the focus for us has been, but I say even again, is to look back at your P&Ls from 2019 and really go deep into the expense lines and see what is it that we overspent on. Sure. Was it we spent too much on whatever? I mean, I mean, employees. I could, that's, yeah, sure. So typically the highest things that, that run the growth on the expense line are going to be rent if you're or mortgage if you own the building and it's payroll. Mm-hmm. Payroll. And we're working with a gym owner right now that his payroll is backwards. It's like he's paying the cl- coaches more than he's actually making from the clients. Yeah. So yep. it's like, whoa, we had to reset a lot of that and he had to have some tough conversation with his coaches, but his coaches were fat and happy. They were getting the majority of the revenue and he was making zero. And so the very first thing we did other than realign his payroll, get rid of a coach, he had too many coaches. And it was long story short was I made him pay himself weekly because what he wasn't doing was keeping anything for himself and he was really stressed out. And and so we said it, even if it was our, we made him give himself $300 a week. Sure. 300 bucks a week. And as we make more on the top line, we're going to be able to bump that to 350, 400, 450, 500. And something that I did probably, gosh, it's probably been eight years ago, is I started writing myself weekly checks that has nothing to do with payroll sure. from the business. And now we're up to a thousand bucks a week is what I send home to pay for just stuff. Sure. Like, and that's just this automatic payment that's coming out as a draw, but then I have my payroll too. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice, that pays the household bills sure. for the family. Mm-hmm. And I don't even feel it because I, like I said in a previous podcast episode, it's those weekly payments, you don't feel them. So that's how I do my rent, right? Does, I do. It, does that go back to, like, I know you're a big fan of Profit First. Yeah, I saw Profit First. I mm-hmm. took a seminar with Profit First. I read the book Profit First. I don't follow Profit First Not here. Not entirely, no, sure. Yeah. No, And if you guys haven't heard of Profit First, it's really what's the goal is to make 20% or more profit. So you take that profit and you put it in its own account mm-hmm. before you even start paying bills. To me, it was a little complicated to have like 17 different yeah, bank accounts sure. and all that stuff. But I know people that are really successful with it. I think we need to get back to, gym owners need to get back into the numbers a little was, bit more. I, that was going to elaborate on that. I think one, I think that your theory or the, the reason that you do that type or that payment to yourself is along the lines of kind of the methodology of profit mm-hmm. first. Right. Because 
you now are forced to to look at the expenses, to look at the money that's going out in other areas, because if that's coming off the top line, mm-hmm. there's only so much more to play with. You know what I mean? You can't yep. just be frivolous in, in different areas. But it brings up a good point as far as being intentional and being focused on the numbers and growth. Right from the beginning of what we were talking about, I think that most gym owners are going to show up for work on January. And guys, if this is you, just take this as a lesson. Don't allow this to be the this, this situation. But don't walk into your business January and be like retroactive and, and try to figure out, oh, what is this going to do for me this year? Set some intentional goals. You own a business. The purpose of running a business is not just to, to provide great training. It's to be profitable. It's mm-hmm. to be able to ascend yourself in a better quality of life, your family, your staff. It's all, there's trickle down effect from mm-hmm. being that the pinnacle of that business. And I think that this conversation should resonate with a lot of you guys because you have the opportunity right now to be in that seat. Absolutely. And, and a lot of gym owners don't know what's good. What's sure. the average out there of what net profit should be? And I would tell you on average, and I think if you even look into restaurants as well, it's like 8 to 12% net profit. So what does that mean? It means you take what's the net profit for the year, you put it over the gross revenue for the year, and what that is is a percentage whatever that percentage is. And for years, we were down that low. And I didn't sure. realize that that was technically good. But to me, it was horrible. Not enough, right? We're working with gyms right now that I, talking about our Iron Circle, there's guys in there making 50, 60, 72% net profit on their business, which is unheard of. That's a great business from a whole. I don't care if you're in a digital marketing where you've mm-hmm. got info products, things like that. Like that's the goal. Yep. of a good business is to reduce expenses, increase income, and be profitable. Yeah, net profit is such a big piece of that. Nobody likes to talk about too much. They always talk about the top line Well, that's revenue, because it's, it's, a, it's an ego thing. Yes. Right? Like, let's be honest. I mean, it's real easy to say, oh, yeah, I made $2 million last year. Yep. Well, you didn't make you, it. You no, didn't you didn't, exactly. It came through the door and it went right back out and you walked away with 50 grand in profit. And that's reality. Oh, actually. Absolutely. But nobody talks about that. Okay, it's it's the ugly discussion. Yeah. We're giving you the goodies on this. <laughs> it's really true. It's all about net profit and your net profit number should be after you pay yourself. So gym owners, number one lesson to take away is pay yourself first this year. Do it like I do it where I pay weekly plus payroll, or if you can't do that plus payroll, just pay yourself weekly out of the business right from the beginning, right from the beginning. Set it up January 1st, pay yourself every Friday, start with 200 bucks, 300 bucks. Because what happens is over time is you start to resent your business. It's like, I'm working so damn hard in this thing. I've put all my life into this thing and I don't have any money in the bank. How is that even, what am I doing? But when you start doing it that way, all of a sudden, like you're not so concerned because you always figure out a way to make the money to make the money (laughs) it always figure out a way and i don't know who it was i think it's it was kiyosaki to be honest with you that said pay yourself first and when you have no money it's really hard to figure that out but you can figure out 300 bucks a week yeah you can figure out 250 bucks a week just do it so setting goals for this year just like you said going backwards i would say number one goal pay yourself first uh, look at your P&Ls from last year. See what you can do to reduce expenses. We all n- focus on re- new revenue. But sure. what about expenses? Again, do you pay, pay your cleaning company too much? Did you overspend on office supplies? Was that order of shirts a really good investment or did you Yeah, you're sitting on inventory type of thing. you sitting sure. on inventory or the supplements moving off mm-hmm. the shelf. Do you really need them? Do you need the, the whole team for your training staff? Do you? The number that I kind of use is 70 training clients per coach. And if you have a hundred clients, that's one and a half coaches. 
If you have 200 clients, that's three coaches, just about two and a half, three coaches. So you can have two full and one part-time. Mm-hmm. So don't overstaff just to say that you've got five coaches if you don't have you know, 350 clients. You don't necessarily need it. Sure. Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. So... And it just depends on the model. If you're running one-on-one, that, that number changes. But for the model that we're talking about is large group, small group, combo, about 70 clients per coach. That's what we use. And that's, that's how we've been able to stay efficient in payroll. Yeah. Well, so. and it goes back to the, the conversation we had Zach on, who we didn't mention yesterday. Or oh, in last or, no. or recap, we <laughs> okay. So he was uh, gotta, one of our guests. We got to yeah. give Zach a big uh, shout out coming up. Well, we have to have him back on. I think there's some things that we could definitely yep. talk about for this year. But back to the conversation we had when he was on here about capacity and figuring out what which every one of us has it in in your fitness facility. You have sessions that are on a schedule that don't need to be there, right? So right. you're probably paying somebody to either stand around, sit around, not train because nobody's coming up that's payroll that you could be cutting expenses on. Yep. It, it all goes back to that same conversation. But that's probably when it comes to a payroll, look at your sessions, look at how many people are showing up. Can you realign things, depending on obviously where your business is, yep. so that you're not just paying somebody to underfulfill the requirement of the position, yep. essentially. So yeah, that's another great place to look. Yeah, going back to like the small group training model that we run, it's five clients to one coach. We For years and years, it was four. four. We, mm-hmm. we bumped it up to five because we didn't want to hire a new coach. We just wanted to maybe have more people in one session. So we went to five, didn't skip a beat, and it's, and it's been fine. But there's you're going to look at it, and you're going to see the average per clients per hour. And if it's hanging around one, 1.5, you might want to kind of peel that hour off and make the, force those clients to kind of come into another hour yeah. and then uh, you know what I mean so you're not paying for that hour every every day, time exactly every yeah. week something to think about in the long run I think this episode is really to focus on to me net profit for the year I think that's the most important thing number 2 paying yourself first and number 3 if it's a time goal let's jump on a call because this is something we do oh, really yeah. really well with getting the gym owners out of the business I think what I've done here is seems to be what most people want out of their business, that you don't have to be the one. You don't have to be the gym owner that's in training clients and then cleaning the gym and making sales and doing the marketing, all that fun stuff that we have to do maybe in the beginning. But if you're three, four years into this business and you haven't figured out how to kind of remove yourself from all of that stuff, I think that's something we can definitely help you with. How do they get on a call with you? PFmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Yeah, we have a whole coaching program around that particular thing. And we do really well with it. And, yeah. and, and you know, in the in the clients that have gone through that, they got nothing but great stuff and they've been able to do that's mostly the goals they come with is yeah. like, hey, I'm doing too much. I want to kind of slip out of this for a little bit. And I mean, we could talk about a handful of them. I mean, Hunter's moved across this, the country. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a, a studio that stands on its own. How many uh, we've gotten? Bobby was in Orlando with a vacation with his family. 
Dan this summer, that was his big goal, was taking his, his wife and family on vacation for the first time in years. Mm, that's right. Uh, Sean that we were talking about, been in his business almost 21 years, has never had some of these systems in place that yep. take all of that work off of his Talk plate. About, talking about Jeff here. Jeff, yeah. Yeah, Jeff here ran a CrossFit, you know, and had like 13 coaches, but he just, where they're all doing like one hour mm -hmm. and there was kind of coming and going, there's no culture. We solidified that kind of thing for him and now he's off the training floor and he's just running the business again so it's stuff that can be done it's all different every gym's a little different yeah. but we seem to figure out how to make it work for most gym owners so set goals guys like go big for the year i would definitely say maybe the two probably goals that most people are going to set is that hey gross revenue net profit kind of combo and that time commitment to the gym sure like those those are going to probably be what majority of the people listening want i agree I would think. I would think. I would hope. <laughs> business owners, we would hope, right? Yeah, but business owners. Guys, if you need help with this, jump on a call, book a call, right? And if it's just something that we can help you identify what we think the issue is and we don't end up working together, at least you've got that information yeah. and you can do something with it. It's not, not a sales call. It's really a discovery call. We call it a breakthrough call. But we're going to help you identify and get some clarity around what is it that's holding you back and let us help you fix it. Even if you don't work with us, Randy or myself would be able to help you kind of go in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Just jump on a call, guys. What else? What else we got? Mm. Well, we're talking about goal setting in that realm. Right. Being a product of the product. How about that? That's going to go along with everything else. I mean, you as a gym owner should have your own fitness-oriented goals as well. Yep. We are we should be living, breathing examples of our businesses. So I think that that's something from a personal level that should be there. But I think from a business owner standpoint, you really hit it with time freedom and then financial Financial goals. freedom, yeah. I mean, there's all these other goals you're going to see, especially this time of year. If you scroll through Facebook, everybody's like, hey, read a book a day or read yeah. a book a week and all this stuff. Great. But is it tangible to like at the end of the, you have to have something that's measurable that's going to move the needle. Move the needle, sure. You know, sure, books can help you do it. But I know that if you go back and look at your expenses and you decide to cut those expenses, that's immediate, right? So- it's up to you how you want to run it. If it's a fitness goal, cool, do that. If it's a time freedom goal, do that. If it's a financial goal, there's lots of lots of different things you can do to make more, but keep more. Well, let's just talk about the, like, I mean, when you're considering the different areas of spending money to for growth, right? Marketing is obviously a place that is kind of a, a must at some point. Mm -hmm. Understand, we've talked about it a lot lately, where and how to start marketing. Quit looking for that magic bullet, diversify, have some poles in the water. But make sure that you have a good marketing plan for 2020. It's, it's going to, before we know it, we're going to be in December and you're going to be trying to figure out oh, next year's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got the GPS for that, guys. If you need a marketing calendar, we've got the GPS. It's a 12 month calendar. So you've got all the assets and the marketing game plan that you need. That's going to be something you should probably jump right into right away, maybe month one. It's only $497. For $497, you're going to have a, a marketing calendar built for you with the assets that goes with it. Something to look at. Yeah. Internal, external bot marketing and retention strategies right there. Yep. Got it, guys. Well, that's it for this episode. Hopefully you're off to a great start for the New Year's. Hopefully you've got some clients not leaving you, but coming in the door. Um, most likely it's going to happen late January. If you're running some type of challenge for January, probably January 20th is what I've kind of circled on the yep, calendar as kind of the, the feedback I'm getting to the best start date to kind of run a program because you got some some weeks to to market it so this is the first week of January so jump on that now if you want to get some marketing help you know go to the profitgps.net until next time guys keep crushing
(laughs) See you on the next episode. Bye. Take care. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.